the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Wonder here, guys. What's going on? So, episode 038. Ready to go, Brandon? Ready to go, Big week. Big week. Yeah, going to our first GNCC this weekend, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, our first one of the year. First one of the year. First one of the year. year. (laughs) Preface that. So, uh, had a lot going on this weekend. Brandon got to uh, take his take his son out and uh did some motos this weekend we got a big we'll talk about that a little bit we got a big show coming up we uh have craig delong xc2 current national champion and coming off his best ride of the season so far uh having a great season so far so he's gonna be coming on the show and talking to us a little bit uh we're gonna break down the atv mx um race at anonia pass I said it right this time. I was practicing it, and I didn't say it right earlier. <laughs> so we'll uh, break that coverage down a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about the opening round of pro motocross. Uh, talk about, obviously, the uh, GNCC is going to high point this weekend. So we'll be definitely talking about that when uh, Craig comes on. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good show today. I'm excited. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great one. And uh, we'll probably touch a little bit on full fast sprint Doro since a couple of people wrapped up some championships. Yep. Um, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's take a little bit of, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit of our uh, awesome sponsor first, uh, yeah. Guts Racing. Brandon, style or performance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go style. Style? style Beautiful looking bikes, it right? Does. Beautiful. Yep. I'll go performance. Those things are grade A bulletproof. Uh yeah, did you guys know that in 1985, Guts was formed in Northern California, and since then they've been they've been a leader in the uh, uh, seat innovation technology. Uh, anything you guys need to improve your seat, they have you covered. Join the likes of Thad Duvall in the woods or Joel Hetrick on the track. Those guys trust Guts, and you should too. Man, Joel Hetrick has been on a tear. Yeah. This uh, this year so far, he's pretty much won everything except for Daytona. And he would have won that one had it not been for uh, uh, <laughs> next, uh, little... running into a uh, lapper. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's just uh, – one guy, anything else to cover before we dive bomb into that? Uh, what did you get into this weekend? Well, not much. Not much? No. I mean, I, I, I'm getting the bike ready for – uh, for high point this weekend, I don't want to be sitting out alongside the track. So I've been doing some, you know, maintenance on it, oil filter, you know, yeah. changing a lot of stuff. Stripping some it. bolts or something. Stri- like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that we weren't going to bring that up, but uh, okay. Getting been hitting the gym or something too much, stripping them bolts. It happens. It happens every <laughs> once in a while. I'm just so afraid of you know something coming loose. Yeah, just use a little bit of Loctite. I I could do that. I could do that, but. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, sometimes you got to put that little extra <laughs> yeah. crank in it. it always that, gets you just that one more, just one more turn. It always gets you in trouble. It does. <laughs> it does. So, Brandon, let's talk real quick. Uh, what would you do this weekend? Uh, we went up to um, – we, we ran the Buckeye Series in Ohio, uh, Buckeye MX uh, Series. Um, went up to COCRMX up there, and a uh, little guy ran, and my nephew Jonathan ran um, – uh, we were in the Cobra, f- or we were in the four to six junior, and then we were in the P Dub shaft class, and uh, need some work on the Cobra, but uh, he did really well. He had a really good battle uh, in the P Dub class. So it was really cool to see him and uh, him and, like three other boys. They were battling like for like fifth, sixth, and seventh. There's like it was really cool to see because um, there was twenty, there was twenty P Dubs. On yeah. the line. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's yeah. good to see. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense battles out there and stuff, but uh waiting to see uh, I know. Well he's looking know. over at Nolan's P dub. Yeah. Nolan will be out there soon enough. Yeah. We're going Stacy we're gonna break him in a little slow. Uh, we're going Stacy racing this weekend at the high, at uh, the GNCC. So that'll be you know, we'll see how he does there. <laughs> I think he'll do pretty good on the he Stasic. He he's pretty comfortable on that thing. Yeah, uh, comfy on the P-Dub. Yeah, I know. I know. Got to make the big boy move. Hey, what's going on, on with the uh, RG Honda uh, giveaway? Uh, as far as I know, it's still going on, guys. So if you want a chance to win a 2014 TRX 450R and help support the veterans, um, you need to call in at RG Motorsports, ask for Stephen or Meredith, and buy you a ticket. It's a hundred dollars a ticket, and you have it, that'll give you a chance to win that bike. Also, if you do not win the bike, they are also having ten a winner, ten winners, and you will win a hundred dollar gift card to RG Motorsports to buy whatever you want from them. You do not have to be present to win the bike or anything like that. So if you're out of state or anything like that, call them up, RG Motorsports, um, and get a ticket and help support. Benefits and war- for Warriors. And they're only selling 100 tickets, right? Only 100 tickets. So it's got good, pretty good odds. Pretty good odds. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then also, guys, exciting news. We are doing our first giveaway on the show. Uh, Andy, Greg, and Guts Racing, they have decided that uh, Andy and I were talking and we want to do a little contest. So uh, what we're going to do is... We're going. Brandon and I were discussing this. How we want to do this. We're going. Andy wants to give away a free seat cover. <clears throat> so, uh, a winner on our show is going to get a free seat cover. But first, uh, we're going to make a post on Instagram, and uh, we want you guys to put picks in for the ATV overall winner and the bike overall winner uh, for the High Point GNCC National. And whoever picks the two right winners. Um, if there's, if there's more, more than, than if there's more than one, we'll be thrown into a hat and we'll do a drawing, and uh, that person will win a gut seat cover. So, yeah. uh, and it could be bike, quad, mini bike, any any bike uh, uh, to for win the, the seat, seat cover. cover. Yeah, yes, it doesn't have to cover. be a bike or a quad. It could be either or. Yeah, and so, it could be all size. So we'll, uh, after this uh, show comes out tomorrow, we'll make the post and we'll advertise it and make sure you put your picks in. Just comment in the comment section and just you know. Uh, like how, how many people are going to pick Fowler and Baylor? I guarantee Baylor. you half. <laughs> I guarantee you half are going to pick Fowler and Baylor. Yeah, I think my money would be more like Baylor and Richardson. But but see if you yeah exactly. So if you do that and you know then you uh, might have or if you go off the wall and pick like uh, yeah. 
picked like Richardson and, and Duvall, yeah. and you're the only one that that picked that those guys. Yeah, you, know, you might know. win. You might be the ninety uh, percent sure. going to go Baylor and Fowler. I guarantee it. But ninety <laughs> percent chance that's what everybody picks. Yeah, that's yeah. what everybody yeah, picks yeah. for sure. But uh, we'll see. You never we'll see. know. Yeah. So, so speaking of picks, real quick, um, only oh, four yeah. people that came in. Um, even out of all the people uh, that um, were signed up in the Supercross for Paul, only did outdoor <laughs> motocross. So we didn't do a very good job of advertising that. No, but Brandon came in, came in late and, and did our <laughs> only advertising. <laughs> but guys, listen, everybody else, you can still join. Um, I mean, you have a chance to win. I guess. I mean, Jay Groff and uh, Daggon Kyler Murray, <laughs> uh, they're tied right now for the points lead. <sighs> And then me and Cooper. You know, Groff texted me. Groff texted me, like, literally, as the checkered flag was waving on the 450 Moto for Moto 1 and yeah. was like, after Moto 1, I got the points lead. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so right now they're ty- tied, and then it's you and me. So, listen, this weekend coming up, get your picks in. Get them in there. Join us up. Whatever. We um, plan on still giving a shirt away. To the yeah, we're going to still give a shirt away, even if it's to Groff again or, yeah, or, or Calvary. Calvary. Yeah, so uh, so check that out for sure. Uh, but let's jump right into the action. Yeah. Uh, ATV Motocross this weekend. Um, man, Joel Hetrick, are, are we talking undefeated season for the rest of the way out this at this point oh man that's hard to say but i mean he's been putting on a clinic right now um he's but it, getting he's getting every hole shot yeah. he's the fastest guy on the track every time he's out i mean mm, man. This, the field i mean the the racing is incredible yeah. behind him yeah and, and Ch- you know it's uh joel chad and then everybody yeah, else yes. is just like yeah. bunched up and it's just amazing racing um but joel is Oh, my dog's crunching a water bottle. <laughs> Joel is uh, – he's just killing it right now, and it's impressive. I mean, it's just insane the way that he's able to get out there and just prove a point every time he's on the track. He's 6-0 and since uh, Daytona, and he was on his way to winning Daytona until he had that crash. Yeah. Yeah, Joel, Joel's just on a different level um, right now than anybody else in the field. So, I mean, it's hard to say, Chad, not get another win. Um because he was he I was at high point he was riding good oh yeah he just for some oh, and reason it's nothing against Chad at all because I mean Chad's the goat and, and for, for some reason I feel like if he can get a start Joel's been nailing the starts and mm-hmm. Chad's been like mid pack well so Chad has been like working his way back up through like at high point that's what he had to do yeah he couldn't get a start so. I don't know. Maybe if they can get out one, two, and he can get out in front of Joel, they might have a heck of a battle. So, and you know, I hate. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with Chad right now, but he has, he's hit the ground the last two races, and that's something that has Chad hit the ground twice in the past six years that we know of. I mean, he doesn't hit the ground very no, often at no. all. So at least, I mean, the one at High Point was kind of like a. It was a goofy. It was roll. a goofy fall, and it looked like maybe like they watered the track. Uh, after listening to Digging Deep's episode on um, High Point, uh, there seemed like there potentially was some track watering problems, and that's what caused that big wreck over the triple. Yeah. Um, guys spinning, going up the face. They were watering the faces of the jumps. Um, so maybe there was a little bit more water on that that turn than what uh, Chad had anticipated. But this one. Uh, I think it was Moto Two when uh, yeah. whenever he ran it in um, and was trying to get the whole shot from from um, from Joel and I just feel like 
he knows that the race is – if he does not get in front of Ch um, Joel off the start, then it's going to be a really tough uphill climb uh, from that point. So maybe he was pushing a little too hard, but uh, that was almost an impressive save that he pulled off with that one. Uh, he spun around uh, and was going backwards down the start – or down the uh, turn – after turn one and uh, grab the clutch and let it coast backwards and almost saved it. If you guys haven't seen it, make sure you go to Rip It Up Films on YouTube and check out the video of their highlights. Uh, it was pretty incredible to watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like watching like a NASCAR or dirt car uh, spin out and then getting plowed. If he wouldn't have got plowed again, he I think would have saved, saved it. it. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, our, uh, our buddy Max Lindquist, I think he took a fall. Uh, I, I don't know what happened, but in the – in the um, uh, the video, uh, there was a, a, a clip of him getting back on his bike, so something had to have happened there. So he didn't have the greatest of days. But uh, how about Jeffrey Rostrelli? Yeah, man. It was great to see him get up on the podium again and get that second overall. Did you see how pumped he yeah, was? Yeah, he was so pumped. That, that's what makes it so great and so awesome uh, to see guys like that. You know, the struggle as a racer to get up there at that, uh, you know, all the struggles he's been going through over the years and <clears> – <throat> And it's been how many years? Or was it a year? Two, two years? Three? Two years? Two years? He's had a couple of yeah, rough years. Rough He's been years sick, sickness, just uh, not healthy as far as uh, I know he was dealing with Epstein Barr. Um, just it, it, he deserves this. He deserves this. And it was hard fought. And um, Chad was coming. Chad tried to put a move on him in the last turn, and uh, they got hooked together. <laughs> and thank God they were able to get separated. Could you imagine working yeah. that hard through <laughs> Jeffrey? And then, because you, you know as well as I do, uh, sometimes quad wheels, oh, yeah, they, they can get hung together get and, and get stuck. Yeah. So I think that happened to you once. Yeah, I remember. We were literally just talking about this on the way back from <laughs> Ohio, so it's fresh in my mind, the good old days. Yeah. I remember that. That was funny. It happened to me, too, in the exact same turn. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of F-bombs that day. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward, um, I, I, you know, I don't see – if you're playing the Digging Deep Fantasy, I don't see how you don't pick Joel for your Tier 1 yeah. uh, rider because, I mean – Hey, you know what's crazy? I picked Rastrelli. If I could have just – if I would have picked Wesley He's Wolf, Tier 2, right? Yeah. Man, Wesley Wolf. Yeah. He's been, solid. He's been on solid. fire this year. Yeah, he really has. He's been putting in some – it, it, it really – I would say that he's probably my most improved rider um, of that series. Mm -hmm. and not saying that he wasn't obviously amazing last year, but, I mean, he is consistently a, a podium threat. Uh, week in and week out. I think we can go ahead and say that at this thus far into the season. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what he does this weekend at the GNCC as well. Uh, you just talk about, <clears throat> man, has got to be in incredible shape. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, man. It, it, it'd be insane to, to do both of those all the time. But, uh, yeah, you know, usually he would be like, what, like a 10th place guy like back there. Now he's battling for the top five podium spots every week. And it's great to see – Great to see him um, get that opportunity. And especially in that class, the ATV Pro Motocross, it seems like, and a lot, a lot like GNCC ATV, um, it seems like the, the grow, like once you get into the pro class, the grow is kind of slow to get to the top. Yeah. So he's made a big jump in one year, um, and that's impressive to see. So it's exciting to see, uh, you know, what, he, what he's doing there for sure. Um, Want to go to pro motocross? 
Yeah, we can. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Why not? Man. So Talk about un- <laughs> unpredictability. Yeah, man. I'm excited for this year. Uh, uh, you know, barring no injuries, I think that you could just basically flip the top 12 and you wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> I mean, when, yeah. you, when you're watching Moto1 and you see the likes of, like, uh, um, you see the likes of Tomac, Roxon, um, uh, who else? Muskin, Webb battling for eighth place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insane, isn't it? I'll tell you what, Dylan Ferrandez, I knew he was going to be a guy that, that was going to be hard to beat this year because um, he, he just has that, that natural outdoor ability and can see the track, and he's been really fast and stuff, even though it's his rookie year on the 450 outdoors. But it, he's going to be um, he's going to be a handful this year for these guys, I, I have a feeling. But uh, Max Volan, we'll go to 250s real quick because it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, Max you, Volan, he's, <laughs> he, he looked good. But I think that we got to take this sample size – as small as it is with him and for for what it is because he is a basically a resident on that track. Yeah. So uh, while he looked good, I don't want to throw he's a podium contender yeah. every single weekend. Although, man, how about that second moto hole shot? Yeah. Yeah, dude, he's <clears throat> I mean, we, he, he would have podiumed. He would have podiumed, podiumed the, the first, the first moto. moto. Yeah, he should have. Okay. Unless some bar, bar none, he goes down or anything like that. But um, it's kind of crazy to see that bike sort of blown smoke. I just don't know if he got too hot or. I wonder what the case may be with that one. But maybe somebody forgot forgot <laughs> to put the. Uh, maybe somebody um, stripped out the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bike maintenance, good bike maintenance. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody stripped out the uh, the drain bolt, maybe, and it fell out. No, I don't know. No, it happens. You just but make sure it's tight. <laughs> it, it, it was gut. It was kind of. It was. You could tell when they had the camera on him. It was like mixed emotions. Like, it was. He was excited but frustrated yeah. at the same time. You can tell like it's his rookie season. He's happy to be out there. Um, I like. I like the kid. I think that he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Um, do you think the excitement was like, oh, I could have had that moto if my bike didn't mess up, or like, oh, I can run with these guys? It's I think no it, I can run with these guys. I don't think he, I don't think he thought he could have had it because you know once J Mart got to him, you know he didn't leave him, but you know he wasn't getting J Mart back. That's yeah. for sure. Um, and then um, Jet was gonna get him. Oh man, Jet was Jet's, amazing. Jet's so fast, yeah. 2021 champion. Oh man, it's going to be like him and Martin. It's going to be Yamaha Honda battle again. I think. Do you think that the peaks and valleys that Jet will more than likely have will be better than J Mart's steady Eddie? Maybe I was thinking more like the peaks and the hills and in the hills and the valleys as in the tracks like we watched last year when J Mart was underpowered. Um, when he was going against uh, Ferrandez, and this year now Jay Mart's on the Yamaha is is uh, Lawrence. Oh, you, I never thought Lawrence about that. Be, thought yeah, about that, yeah. that storyline. How about how about if Jay Mart Jay Mart uh, loses while he's on a uh, while he's on a Honda, Honda, switches to Yamaha, and what if he loses to a Honda <laughs> oh, now? Yeah, that'd be bad for him, <laughs> wouldn't it? But Jet Jet's a Jet's a sensation. He's just yeah. insane to watch. Um, the speed that that kid. Is carrying. He came from 17th um, from the first lap to catch J Mart. It was wild. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty impressive. Um, 
who was in the 250 class? He was UConn. What happened to McIndoo? I know he got hurt. <clears throat> did he get hurt? Did he come back? He got hurt, and he did not come back. Uh, I believe that, you know, judging by, by just what I saw, it looked like, you know, definitely a knee injury. Um, I would say he's probably out for the rest of the season. I mean, just judging by what I heard on Pulpamex and what he said uh, or what he was, you know, the way he was holding his knee and the way, you know, it just didn't look good. Uh, he didn't look very happy either. It was kind of interesting how he was shooing the cameras away and everything. It was weird. Yeah. But uh, you've got to feel for the kid. He's been through a wild couple of months here lately. So <clears throat> hope to see him uh, have a speedy recovery with whatever that injury may be. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Well, now we can go back to 450s. Two, uh, it's like I got to do 250 then 450. It's in my head. It just makes sense, right? I don't know, right? Except for when you're at high point, then you do 450s first, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know why Has, they do Okay, that. if anybody nuts. understands this, let us know. Why does high point motocross always run the 450s first? Does anybody know? I mean, only Maybe I, we should have found that out and made it a trivia question, and that could have been the <laughs> gut seat cover winner. Yeah. I, I, There's got to be a reason, like a historical reason, that, yeah, they, that they run the 450s first. You know, like I, for a while, I thought it was like maybe tele, like television-wise issue, and then maybe it was like a heat issue. I, I, I'm not real sure. Maybe they just want to get the, all the drunk it's guys. It's the only track they do that. Yeah. Maybe they just want to get the drunk guys out early or something. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> traffic issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that does make sense. People start filing out after the four fifties. Yeah. But uh, who knows? But uh, man, I tell you what. Um, I, what I tell you, Adam Cincerillo, great rider, one of the fastest guys out there. And what what I say? It always bites him in the butt. Always. He Always, had, he has like a cl- he has like a clumsy foot, you know. Like he has something. Oh, he had a rock going down that. Well, hill. that's you know that's what he says. You know, he was already falling over I the mean, hill after. Uh, you know, if we'll get back and watch. Like he's coming, like he's already like falling, like over, like into the turn, like down the hill, and man, it just, he's got almost a little bit too much heart, doesn't he? <laughs> it's like, dude, I give you. You're out in front by eight seconds. You can back it off. Just, just a, just like go ninety eight percent. Instead of 120. Yeah. I mean, T- Tomac used to be like that really bad. I mean, remember when he had what, like a... A 45-second lead <laughs> and then blew both of his shoulders out. out and, and knees yeah, and everything. Like, I mean, that's why Tomac used to ride all the time. It was. It was. So, with maturity, you know... And he's still... He's just, like I said, he just has a clumsy... Something clumsy about him when he's on the bike, <laughs> especially in the lead. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. He really does. He's... he's uh He's like a baby giraffe. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, he looked great. So if he can, he did look great. Keep and then, those all away. And, and then I heard he struggled with arm pump after that, and in the second moto. So that's interesting. Sure. But yeah, arm pump, a silent killer. <laughs> oh man. So, how about K Rock coming out and swinging? I was starting to worry about my championship pick after <laughs> the um, after the press day. Yeah. Did you hear what he was saying? No, I didn't. I didn't he catch was it. he was talking like uh, the press conference talking about how you know <clears throat> he felt disconnected from motocross as a whole, just hasn't rode in a while, so he doesn't really know what he's going to come out to, and just was really like Debbie Downer big time. And everybody's like, man, if he goes like through round three and is like hovering around the top ten, he's going to pull the plug. And then he comes out and wins the moto too, <laughs> um, so. You know, obviously, he's a little either he he was either playing 
possum or he's a little better off than what he thought he was uh, to start the season. So, so you know, I tell you what, man, it's just a, it's just such a deep field. That top ten is incredible. I, I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so stoked on watching, watching those guys race this season that uh, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to watch that for sure. Um, a uh, Plessinger solid solid ride from him it's exciting to see him on oh, the podium man, yeah when he when he almost pulled that whole shot in the second mode oh he did did he pull the whole shot in the second mode yeah he pulled the whole shot and then i think roxon got around him after the yeah, first real, two or three real turns. quick yeah but man i he, he got up front and i was like oh man i was like here we go a, ap's gonna ap's gonna do it and then he made a run on on roxon and you know he was running roxon down but then he made a mistake and then I, I think he just was like ah, i better just kind of relax and send it in for a second place here but uh uh that's somebody that you just you know especially us gncc fans uh really can get behind ap and uh root for him for sure oh yeah oh yeah he's he's a character did you see like where uh, see the little clip where he smacked christian craig on the butt on the way out of the uh, way out of the tent no i you didn't know, see that. it was so funny because like craig's going he just goes whack and uh <laughs> and craig was like what the heck was that what is wrong with this guy <laughs> <laughs> no shoot no, yeah, was... that's exciting uh it's exciting to see somebody you know all the hard work paying off it looks like he's having fun again and that's the main thing is just having fun again so do you, th- do you think ktm's looking their chops like huh yamaha i'm getting another one of your good riders web i'm kind of worried about him once he goes to ktm i think he's gonna be great i think i mean he's <sighs> I mean, look at like Webb had the same thing. Like he was, he came I agree, out but of he's getting better. He's getting better on the Yamaha, Yamaha. and he. Hey, I feel like the fun factor is more important to Plessinger than it is for, uh, than it is for Webb because Webb has turned into machine, you know. <laughs> and, and I feel like KTM, Alden Baker crew, they make machines, <laughs> and and that's what Webb's turned into. And I don't know if, I don't know if Plessinger will operate underneath that yeah. tent. As I well. mean, you never know. I mean, maybe uh, maybe it'll make they it let better. him. Hopefully, they let him be him. Yeah, hopefully. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I don't mean, know. Look what Barsha. Barsha was doing good, decent on the Yamaha before Star got their hands, you know, in, in the thing. And and but, uh, so, so when Yamaha went to Star, I think everything changed for me with that. As far as you know, you know, I'm not saying that Barsha didn't make the right move for himself because I think he needed a real fresh start and he looks really good on the gas gas. But I also think that I think that AP. You know, <clears throat> he talked about how he loves the Star Crew and he's felt he feels home and he feels like he's riding his 250 again and the guys know his lingo and all that good stuff and and um, so I don't know what to expect when he jumps on the KTM because I, I know I know I tradition tra- traditionally it's been greatness but I'm I'm kind of on the fence on 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 my thoughts on it. Um, I think he'll love it. There's it's if you just ever get the rod uh, an australian bike like ktm husky gas gas they're just they're just so good i mean they handle so well and 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 it's just it's insane i thought you were a blue crew guy no 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 i ride i ride a, I ride a husqvarna <laughs> you're a blue you're a blue crew guy when it comes to four wheels yeah that's right you know <laughs> no one else makes them so what are you gonna do hey <laughs> hey that piece over there in the garage that that's almost a see what is it 20 years for an antique or something like that i mean we're what are we at 10 we're at a decade right what year's your honda 
I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's probably all. I mean, at this point in time, do, does a year even really matter well, besides 06 plus? Yeah, I mean, 06 plus. So Because, I mean, all the components on it are, you, you know what I mean? So like, what's the year even we're, matter? We're, we're almost to where <laughs> TRX 450Rs are almost considered antiques. <laughs> are we going to get into this discussion? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you're not wrong. But at the same time, like, look at like, the... Like, if you could drive that thing on the road and get license plates for it, they, you get an antique plate. <laughs> With antiques, they go up in value. Oh, like McGill was saying, you know, sometimes the, the greater things in life are hard to come by. <laughs> so, oh, shit. I know a lot of people that would die on that mountain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know a couple guys myself that... <laughs> Diary. You better watch. You better watch what you say. We're going to be seeing these guys this weekend. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't even know what you're talking about. I now. don't even know. So who knows? Um, but it was it was great. It was a great race and to watch. It was. It's exciting to 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 go into the races and not already have a um, a idea in your head of what the podium is going to be because I would be willing to bet that you might have a completely different 450 podium next week. Oh, yeah. That would sure. be shocking. No. At no, all. not at all. No, because the track, everybody has, everybody has like their own little track that they're good at and, and, and you know, um, sandy tracks and, and dirt tracks. And, and then uh, I think we're going to Thunder Valley. So, like, that's Tomac's track, right? Yeah. I mean, Tomac's. L- now, let me, sp- speaking of that, that's what I wanted to leave this uh, topic on. Um I wanted to ask you what your thoughts about this are. Do you feel like Tomac going to Thunder Valley is in a must-win situation um, or a must-podium situation? I don't know about he's, a must-win, but I would say if for a championship, he's in the top five. If, if he's wanting to be in the championship. I would say he needs to be in the top five. I don't agree. I think that he, it, I think that he has to be it, it at de- least podium. It all depends where – Everybody lays out like everybody's cards because for Andis one. Or does the visual one, matter? Because 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 do you see him if he comes if he comes back from the pack and does like a Eli Tomac of 2018 ride yeah. and rides his way from I don't know 21st to second that means a lot yeah or 20 25th to to fifth you know but <clears throat> I think you need to see a extremely high level from him if you. For this weekend at this track, if you think that he's going to win the championship this year, I mean, right now he's already better than he was last year because he DNF the first the first round. So true. I mean, and what he was he about eighth, seventh, or eighth, something like that. But when is the last time that you said that he's do- that that's pretty good for Tomac? Well, to I mean, I'm just eighth. I mean, look at the crowd. I mean, we have a deep field. I mean, Ken I, Roxon's a champion. He's he's won. I mean, he's won national outdoors. I mean. Do you feel like that we're starting to watch the guard change? Probably. From 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 the Tomac Roxon era to I think it's the, gonna be a Chase Sexton. The Chase Sexton A C era. Listen, if nobody starts to step up soon, if A C doesn't get it done soon, Chase, Chase is Sext- gonna take over. Chase Sexton, I'm telling you, that boy is going to win some championships. And let's not sleep on Ferrandez either. No, I mean the I only mean, thing that worries good. me about him is his starts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he pulled a good one. He was doing okay last the last two this weekend. But he might have been a sh- he might have been just as shocked <laughs> as we were because he is a terrible starter. He is. He gets terrible starts. But he he's went to the Eli Tomac of starting school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Chase Sexton, I'm telling you guys, I'm uh, that kid is 
<clears throat> he's or, he's special. Yeah, if and he can stay injury free, because man, when he hits the ground, he hits it hard. hard. Him and him, him and AC train together, and maybe they need a little bit of time apart <laughs> because they both look a lot alike when it comes to. Um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I feel like Sexton has more of a flowy um, yeah. riding style, but they both send it a little much. Well, what usually happens is when uh, they're like full commit. <laughs> they are full commit. So when they're full commit and they go down, it it just looks really bad. Uh, yeah. Like I I was really surprised when AC got up. He wasn't like holding this sh- like collarbone. No doubt, because he kind of went down. He went <laughs> down harder than he did in Supercross when yeah. he hurt himself. And he landed right on that shoulder. And I was like, well, there's. Go goes AC. They need to just put like titanium, <laughs> like like just a, a plate from their. They probably neck already to got me. it in there. I mean, who knows? But, but yeah, Chase Sexton. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, it's amazing. Amazing these guys can make it through airports. <laughs> they got to leave an extra hour early to, yeah. to get through. Yeah, so they don't get a finger in the butt. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We're getting, we're getting loose here. No, we got to. Got to. <laughs> These guys are driving to to the Mount Mason Dixon right now, listening to us. I know. We gotta give them something to laugh about. Yeah, for sure, guys. I mean, we're <laughs> we, we try to make it entertaining. <laughs> so, but, uh, um, speaking of Mason Dixon, you ready to go and talk about that? Well, real quick, uh, full fast sprint Dora was in Beckley, West Virginia this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to go there. And ride, but the weather was like iffy, really iffy. And are like, ah, oh, we don't want to go ride in the mud and stuff. So we went, that's why we went up and rode to motocross uh, in Ohio. Um, but wish we would have went because the rain did not like hit down there like it hit in here in Harrison County. So um, the track looked awesome. Lane Michael already wrapped up the championship, his first big bike championship. Um, so he's pretty pumped about that. Um, I think Taylor Taylor Jones uh, won her run the woman's uh, there, so congrats, hats off to her uh, won in her championship in full fast sprint in Dora. I think there's one more round in July or something in Maryland, um, not too far from here. So, but man, those are always fun to go to and watch. And um, if you haven't seen the clips yet or not, but like there's like a natural terrain jump where like Lane was just wide open and like sent it. That's awesome. And uh, stuff like that. So it was pretty cool to see Lane wrap it up and maybe carry some momentum in, into the Mason-Dixon. So, Yeah, um, I mean, sprinting has definitely not been a problem of his at all. Uh, so, And I'm sure he's looking to bounce back after his um, um, bike malfunction the last race. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's been growing and getting better and better and making leaps and bounds. And I think it's just the matter of figuring that last half of the three-hour race out, and he'll be ready to go uh, for sure. But, um, uh, you know, you talk about the rain a little bit. Um, you know, we had a lot of rain this weekend, and we're supposed to have some rain tomorrow and uh, Thursday as well. So this weekend – fingers crossed doesn't look like it's going to be a dust race at high point and that's the one thing that i did not want to get into was a dust race and it wasn't looking promising up until this past weekend you know a month ago you're like i'm not doing it it's gonna be too dusty like come on man it's a month why are you making fun of me the bike's ready it's ready ready now it's ready now because i've been on you I would just gotta slap some graphics on it, and we're ready to rock and you, roll. That's if they come. They're coming. I mean, you waited like two months to order them or yes. something like that. I mean. Yes, I procrastinated. 
<laughs> I mean, if they don't come, we'll race with just the, that beautiful red Listen, Honda. Just go old school, old sea rider. <laughs> like, get some big old fat. Cut the numbers, fenders off. Cut some fenders off. Get some big fat numbers and just slap them all. Get over like the... basically like a pit board and put in, and zip tie it to the <laughs> yes. zip tie it to the uh, to the bumper and write my You're number right on, on it. it. Use with a sharpie. Use electrical tape. Yeah. The golden the golden numbers of the. I'll of the just past. cut holes in it and use zip ties. There you go. Hey, we use zip ties a lot. We do. Used to. I don't know. <laughs> Used to use zip ties quite a bit to hold on everything. Oh, man. Guys are like, man, what's wrong with zip ties? <laughs> I mean, zip ties. Zip ties and duct tape. Zip ties and duct tape. That's that's how that's how a proper <laughs> race team operates. Yeah, we, we, need a, a, was it, we need a cousin Mac of uh, Ronnie on a four-wheeler. <laughs> you would, that, that would be you. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Cut your fenders off and throw some tiger semen in your tank. And <laughs> so throw some what? Tiger semen. Tiger semen. <laughs> okay. So uh, real quick, let's go. Let's kind of give our thoughts on the uh, on the race this coming weekend before Craig DeLong comes on. He's going to be coming on here, the show here, in about uh, 10, 15 minutes. But uh, uh, let's talk about the ATVs real quick. Um, <clears throat> man, huge bummer. Huge, huge bummer to lose Bryson Neal uh, this season. Um, I mean, gutted for the guy. He's worked so hard, and he's been such a good version of himself this year. Uh, just been killing it. And, and and he was really, you know, whether he won the championship this year or not, he was putting in solid, solid rides and putting himself, you know, his name up there on top spot of the podium. Um um, a lot when things were going right for him. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we haven't done this segment in a couple of shows, but I want to, you know, I want to give him the uh, Gutsy Rod, Guts Racing Gutsy Rod of the Week award to Bryson uh, because after finding out about, you know, his wreck, uh, running into the back of the truck, and, and then finding out that he was injured from that wreck and then continued to race more than half the race after that, Man, it just shows how much heart the kid has, and uh, yeah, just give it up to him for 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 just you know really selling out to 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 uh, believe in himself and and put on um, the show and the and the performance that he does week in and week out at these GNCCs. And you know, I'm excited to see him come back in 2022 uh, stronger and um, uh, ready to to uh, um, put his name in the hat for the championship again. It's exciting having a lot of guys you know, uh, up front and running hard. So, um, yeah, uh, that's my soapbox. <laughs> that's your soap. No, yeah, it was, it was, it's uh, really bad news to hear about Bryson Neal. Um, just because like you said, he's been, he's got, he had the speed all year and, and, uh, really kind of the only guy that I've seen so far besides maybe Hunter Hart and Cole Richardson kind of giving Walker, uh, a run for his money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not saying these the other guys can't do it because you know Hunter's latched on and Richardson's latched on a well, little bit. Well, Bryson was the Bryson's been the the leader of 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 trying to to match and at times exceed the pace mm-hmm. uh, of Walker and and try to become the pace of the field uh, where Walker has traditionally been the pace of the field, um, and you know. Uh, Walker has had to learn to 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 win in other ways rather than just being, you know, always the fastest guy. Now, Walker's often the fastest guy, but but this year he's had to learn um, 
or has had to practice being the uh, to to win the race. It just be, maybe being patient a little yeah, bit. Patience, and that, it just shows that that's just a true champion right there. It's just maturity. It is. It's it, and it's a true champion's uh, way of of winning whenever whenever you are able to assess the situation and calculate the risk and and you know that's what I tell you what man you know <clears throat> keeping your bike together and keeping yourself healthy for the 13 rounds mm -hmm. is such a key component in winning um, a championship at, 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 at such a high level in the GNCC. Um, you know, we look at the bike side, and that's been a problem for a lot of these guys in ever giving Caleb Russell mm -hmm. uh, a run for his money in the past. Um, Stu Baylor is doing a great job uh, this year thus far, but Stu's hit the ground a lot. Um, so, you know, that's something that he has to – uh, be able to do as well is is to make it to the end of the year, and uh, that's just a tough, tough pill to swallow when it's our our sport is so brutal on these guys uh, at the very very top level when they're when they're risking it all for such a long extended period of time in the woods when it's so hard to man, I mean just focusing that long on on oh yeah I mean being precise that fast it'd be like really cool if like um you know how like they have like the Geico app, like if you hit the brakes too hard or something. Like, could you imagine how many times like these guys' heart rate spike in the woods? Like, if they have a close call. I mean, you're thinking fourth, fourth gear, fifth gear, sometimes probably in in some of these field sections, and you're going so fast, and you you coming in through the woods or hitting it like around a tree, and you're like, oh my god, like that was like a little too close to call. You yeah. Know? Like, I wonder what their heart rates, how many times their heart rate spike, and. And how many times they're like, oh man, that was that could have been pretty bad. I want to promote if if you guys are <laughs> any pro riders out there listening. We know some of you guys listen, so uh, we thank you for that. But if you're listening, I know you all wear the watches. Post more pictures of those. Yeah, like, I love seeing that stuff. See like hot. I've seen Thad do it. He's posted pictures of his heart yeah. rate monitor. Um, and then like if you see like a spike, like tell us what happened there like yeah. is that say oh that's where i got stuck in a mud hole and had to push the bike out yeah. is that just or is that just on the start maybe maybe you know maybe i mean i've had mine just like before i go out for a race and i have my apple watch on and i'll turn it on like bike mode just to see and then like shoot my heart rate's like 160 180 just sitting there on the line i'm like oh my gosh like yeah <laughs> let's get this calmed down just a little <laughs> bit man so uh yeah yeah i mean yeah, I want to see more of that because uh, a lot of people don't know how how physically demanding oh, yeah. this sport is. Sure. I was shown – I had some family in over the weekend, and they were asking about some GNCC racing stuff. So I showed them a video, and um, they were like, oh, I'll bet you that uh, – I'll bet you I'll bet you it's kind of hard to hang on to one of those things. And I was like, kind of. <laughs> and, and I told them what my heart rate was it's like during a race, and they didn't believe me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll never, okay, I'll, I'll show, I'll send it to you next time. I was talking to personal <laughs> trainers in a gym, and I'm like, yeah, my heart rate's this. And they're like, what? Like, you'd be dead. I'm like, no, you're not dead. Trust me. You're not dead. <laughs> you can still physically do. Yeah. What's crazy to me is how, and just real, real quick, and we'll go and yeah. keep going on the show, but um, how, like, I could go for a run, and my heart rate would be if I ran where my heart rate was like 180, no. I would be like dying. <laughs> but like on the bike, it just is not. It's different. Yeah, uh, you're able to maintain a little bit, maybe because you your you your mind little, is preoccupied. You got the adrenaline kind yeah, of going through you too, your, your mind so you is don't. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, totally. You're focusing not just on your run; you're focusing on 
well, in the woods, you're focusing on trees and rocks and and uh, stumps and and people crossing the track in front of you and and riders and around you and it it's just a lot of a lot of things to deal with and you're thinking like okay when do I pit when do when does this happen and you're you know am I going fast enough and you got yeah. a lot of things in your mind that you're thinking of that when you're trying to figure out and some of these guys like Stu Baylor and Walker Fowler they're doing freaking points in their head you know as yeah. they're riding so. Yeah. Um, they got a lot to, a lot of going on out there. And, um, so it, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, I always thought that was really cool. Cause I'm kind of cool, like big in the fitness stuff. So, um, I'd really like to see the heart rates. Uh, yeah, for sure. Up, for sure. For sure. So with, um, with Bryson being out for the season, um, that leaves a void, uh, yeah. huge, huge void. Um, who do you think if anybody, and I think I know who you're going to say for this weekend uh, at this particular track is going to step up and 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 give Walker uh, maybe a run for his money uh, thus far in the season, and especially at the high point round uh, at the Mason Dixon this weekend. Well, this weekend your your big money is going to be on Cole Richardson. Yes, um, he's really fast, but I think he's the, won three of the last four at at the uh, Mason Dixon yeah. uh, at the at high point. Uh, so he's got this track dialed. He's from this area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think Hunter Hart's going to be the one that's going to come in and, and try to fill uh, Neil's uh, void throughout the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I think I think Hunter is going to be the one like trying to get out there and latch on the Fowler, learn that speed, learn that pace, and and hopefully. Um, be able to give him some challenges through the year because you know he's still in second place in points, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. So he's the one. Well, that... I think Bryson did... took second. Oh, did he come back? But okay. he's going to be in second after this weekend. Yeah. So if he's not already, I think he, I think that Bryson took second though, uh, away from um, Hunter for the time being. But I mean that's going to be short lived. Um, I agree with you. I think that Hunter is is you know he had the off race this past uh, GNCC round where he ended up having some problems with his eyes and the vision. Um, so hopefully I'm sure that nothing is, you know, wrong with that. I, I saw he was back riding. He was back racing yeah. uh, this past weekend, I believe. So, um, you know, you look for him to, to definitely be up there and giving Walker uh, a challenge. And if not, you know, just latching onto Walker and learning the pace and uh, trying to really understand how Walker um, – uh, moves through the woods um and cole richardson this track uh man this is cole richardson track and i'm sure he's licking his chops coming into high point this round especially with the conditions that we're going to be having it looks like it's going to be perfect um yeah a little bit of rain in the forecast so i think i think we're in for a good race uh up front this weekend barring a good start from from a lot of those guys because you know walker's going to have a more than likely a good start uh so i'd like to see you know if, if hunter and and uh, Cole can get up front off the start. You know, you look for for that to to play. You know, yeah, uh, for, in their favor as well. Yeah, for sure. I, my five, my five, my my five, my top five guys. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. My top five guys that I could see kind of playing out through the day is you know you got Fowler, Hunter, Richardson. Um, McClure and McGill. I think those are going to be your top five guys. Now, however, they get stacked up and, and come out of the hole and and everything like that. Um, I feel like McGill's in a good spot right now. He's in a good spot. Um, I really like he with the fast the faster pace tracks. I think struggle a little bit because just how fast. Not really struggle, 
just the pace gets picked up so much more and it gets into where it's like, man, is that really where I want to be? Yeah. You know it, what I this mean? track is interesting because um, I feel like it's got a decent amount of tight stuff uh, where, where he'll excel. Yeah. And, and then the open stuff seems to be like, there's a, like if they run the, the field section over on the moto uh, side, and I'm interested to see if they'll, if they'll go on the motocross sure. track at all. Um, Never know. They might. They might. So that'd be cool. I'd like to yeah, spend be. spend a half a lap on that uh, track as well. Um, but uh, I think that he's somebody that definitely uh, is itching to get back on the podium. And, um, you know, he's, he's riding really great right now. He's really close to home. He's probably only 45 minutes from that track. He's probably even yeah. closer than we are. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely somebody I could see on the podium uh, fighting for possibly a win as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never count out the Gator when he's this close to home and being close to the Mountain State uh, region. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I'm just – I really think it's – my podium is going gonna, gonna to be like uh, – I'm going to say Fowler wins with Richardson and um, probably Hunter Hart in third. Mm-hmm. That would be my top three. That's how. That's my pick, actually. I'll go and throw it out there. Yeah, I, I'm also going to say that Walker wins this weekend. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think that he's still. I think he's probably still riding with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder yeah. with uh, how you know the battles were ensuing with with Bryson and and you know I. It wasn't very long ago he was saying that 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 he was only riding at uh, at eighty percent. Uh, the uh, because you know he was fighting the bike and everything. So while Walker can pretty much walk it, walk the championship, walk to the championship uh, thus far in the season, <clears throat> I don't s- foresee him backing off that much because um, he's also probably thinking. Because remember when he was on the show, he was talking about that hundred race win goal. Yeah. And now with you know thus far in the season, his his primary competitor being out. Now is a chance to to really pat on those wins and uh, see if he can cut cut that distance down to the hundred race mark. <laughs> That'd be insane if he oh, could for sure, win yeah. that many races. Um, so uh, yeah, I think Walker wins as well. I think Cole finishes a close second. I'm hoping to see a good battle between those two. And uh, just to mix it up a little bit, I'm going to go with the Gator in the third Gator. Uh, and battling with uh, Hunter Hart to the finish for okay, that yeah. for that third spot. Um, I'm good with that. Yeah. So, uh, real quick before Craig DeLong comes on, uh, what do you got uh, for the bikes? The bikes. Mm. I'm going to say Stu Baylor wins with a Thad Duvall second and a Lane Michael. Thad Duvall second. I'm excited. I would be excited to see that. Yeah. Thad Duvall second and a Lane Michael third. Okay. That'd be an interesting podium, wouldn't it? That would be an interesting podium. I think that. Man, I'm wondering. Stu hasn't posted much lately, has he? Well, he's been he's been down and riding his, he, his place. Yeah, you know, putting some laps, motos. Yeah, I, I, he posts on his Insta story more than he does like That's post posts. So. Um, man, I'm just just to be off the wall. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say Lane Michael wins. You called hey. it earlier in the season. Hey, I mean, he, yeah, coming off of it. You called it earlier. Being like 20 minutes from home. Yep, you called it earlier in the season, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> you know, back me up. On I'm that gonna one. back you up on that. I think Lane Michael's gonna come off with the win this week, and Stu hey, Baylor in second. Last and, year he re- led over half of this race. I'm pretty sure that we're coming into. So yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. And like we said, he just got to get that last part figured out. He's coming off of an emotional high of winning the uh, championship. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think that uh, – but I think you're also right on track with uh, Thad Duvall. I think that he's going to yeah. uh, uh, bounce back and get on the podium this well, weekend. He's he, got to get something going this weekend, this well, year He for also him. had a great weekend down in Beckley too. Um, he took yeah, a he second did. overall he did. Um, to Lane um, in the Sprint Dora. So that's good to see him getting his feet back and, and getting his feet wet. And getting getting over that little sickness he had over the last round and stuff like that and um, yeah and then Ricky Russell you can't count Ricky Russell out I no. mean um, he's always fast on the start and gets out front really you know gets out there and then Ben Kelly Ben Kelly's got to do what he's got to do he's got to stay in front of Stu I mean um, he's also a big contender uh, and then Josh Strain coming off for the win. Uh, there's a lot of interesting uh there's so many you could sit there and just keep talking about them yeah over yeah. and over and over yeah but, the, uh, there's a lot of guys that you couldn't count out for a podium or a win as well huh. uh i mean obviously Stu's the favorite coming in anytime yeah. he lines up he's the favorite right now he's just on a really yeah. emotional high right now and, i just and think, just killing it i think the local boys kind of have a little bit of edge over yeah the other guys this right is now. this terrain up here at high point is very very traditional to like what all of us have ran our entire mm -hmm. uh lives like this is just you know the the way the 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 lay of the land is, and you know it's just it's a little different. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little different, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I think that's a good pick. I'm I'm excited to see uh, that battle as well on Sunday. And uh, man, how about this guy that we're getting ready to bring on the line though? Yeah, man, he's Craig Craig DeLongland. Last year, he you know won the national championship, and then. You know, this year um, he's got a little up and down, but you know he's been consistent. He's been, you know, uh, second or third most rounds. Had one sixth place, and then coming off of his best uh, race so far this year, uh, getting the win, but finished seventh overall. Yeah. Just you know, he's obviously got the speed. speed yeah. So uh, uh, we're excited to hear how his season's going and uh, get him on the line uh -huh. here in a second for All sure. Right. So uh, you ready to do that? I'm ready to get him on. Let's get him on. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, as promised, we got Craig DeLong on the line, um, XC2 champion of 2020, coming off of his best race of the season so far, grabbing the win at the John Penton uh, last weekend. Craig, how's it going, buddy? Are you there? Oh, shoot. Are you there? Yep. Can you uh, hear me? There oh, you there are. he is. How's it going, Craig? <laughs> oh, it's going good. Doing good. Can't complain. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate your time to, uh, today, bud. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. I, I always enjoy uh, doing these types of things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. So um, uh, we know you basically just got off the track. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, not too bad, actually. Just uh, did a couple motos here with Thad today. and It's a little warm, but it's good. It's not raining, so better than that. <laughs> yeah man for sure yeah you uh you've came off of your your best uh result of the season so far winning the last race uh <laughs> finishing seventh overall uh that's got to be a lot of confidence coming into the round at high point this weekend um uh t just l talk to us about your season so far and where you're at right now uh the season so far has been well, I, I would say okay decent i uh kind of struggled in the beginning of the year with my my setup my bike and i wasn't riding to i would say my maybe my full potential and uh just kind of struggled that the first couple of rounds and and i was still riding good just not 
you know, the speed that I needed to. And obviously to keep up with Johnny, it was, I needed a little bit more. So, um, we worked on that and the bike is a lot better and where I want it. Um, the team really helped me out there. And lately I've just been having fun riding my bike and, and, uh, last weekend or two weeks ago was, was an example of that I, I really enjoy the Penton and that's probably my favorite race all year. So coming in, I knew I was, I was going to be competitive and I just had a good attitude about it and, and, uh, we were able to get the win. So hey, it wasn't a bad weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always good to have that, that, that positive attitude going in the race. Um, uh, something that a lot of riders need, uh, be can, um, what are you gonna say? Kind of, I don't wanna say cocky, but like uh, a little bit, like kind of like Stu Baylor's been, like just knowing he's gonna win, like right? A, like a swagger, like yeah, like like just feel yeah. confident, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, it's always good, and I'm sure it's probably. Um, I mean, what what gets you going like that? Uh, just knowing that you like to track, or or you just feel yeah. like your bike is working really good right now, and you're you know you guys you know you and the bike are are uh, meshing. Okay, we had a little bit of tec- technical difficulties, but we're back. Brandon was talking to Craig about uh, meshing with the, the bike. bike and, yeah, yeah, staying you know positive with it, and and uh, t- tell us um, tell us a little bit how like how that's been helping you a little bit. Uh, it's been it's obviously a big help for sure. I mean, whenever you you know your bike's good and how you want it, and you're going to a track that you enjoy, it just brightens your whole mood and, and your attitude, and it makes a big difference. Believe it or not. And that's just how I was two weeks ago. And, you know, it, it, I had a good race. I, you know, got out front and just kind of rode by myself. And it was, it was a, a fun day. So. <laughs> so, so you ended up finishing seventh overall as well. Um, let me ask you this. Whenever you're, you know, you're coming through, and I'm sure you're passing a, some XC1 riders, do you try to get in, not necessarily a battle with, with them, but pace yourself off of them to try to uh, maybe distance yourself from the XC2? Is that how you, went, like, once you catch up to that uh, group, is that how you kind of game plan it? Yeah, for sure, because... Um, I believe the first person I, bought, I caught was my teammate Trevor. Okay. Um, and, and I got around him, and you know I was ahead of him for a couple miles, and it seemed like he was behind me, and he like was want, was ready to go. Like he was, I could just tell he was like I wasn't able to put any distance between me, so I actually let him back by and followed him for a little bit, and then like we kind of played cat and mouse for a little bit and kind of helped each other, and uh, you know that's kind of. When you get out front like that and you catch those guys, you kind of got to work together a little bit because those guys, sometimes it takes them a little bit to get going. Like we call Grant Baylor, and he's usually strong at the end of the race. So right. I knew if I got the Grant, I'm like, okay, well, you know, two laps to go, three laps to go, he's going to put it down, and I'm just going to try to lap on as long as I can. So, And I, I got in there with Grant and Trevor and – was there for a couple laps and uh, it, they kind of like uh, kind of stayed where they were at Grant didn't make the push he usually does and, and Trevor kind of he's been coming back from injury so he's you know was his knee was bothering him so um, you know I was just kind of riding by myself I guess you could say but yeah I mean best case scenario you catch on to them guys and you just follow them to the front or for the rest of the race and they 
they just kind of tell you along. So it's, that's it's actually be, yeah, that's gonna be a easier. fun way to a fun way to ride when you catch those guys and you kind of get to have like a little battle, but it's really not that serious for you because you don't need to pass them. So I'm sure that's a fun place to be. No, it is for sure, and like sometimes you can have like they it depending on like you know if they're in a battle and stuff like that. You know, sometimes they won't let you by. They'll they'll really want to race you, but most cases uh, if you catch them, they'll they'll pull over for you and, you, and they kind of they know the deal too. Like they'll work with you and like, you know, work together. And I, I think it's, that's probably the most fun part about the racing. If you can do that. Yeah, for sure. So going into this next round at uh, high point for the Mason Dixon, is this traditionally been a place that you've liked? Um, Cause it, uh, here in the past several years, it's been known as a really dusty race. Uh, fortunately, I don't think we're going to have that this year. Uh, but do you like that track uh, typically, or uh, is that somewhere that you don't really care for? No, I, I really do like that place. Um, my girlfriend lives about 20 minutes from there in Waynesburg, so um, I, I ride similar terrain like that, you know, half of the year. So um, I guess you could call it like the closest race I have to home. Okay. So um, I really enjoy that place. It's um, maybe not my favorite conditions, but Usually when it's dusty, it's not my favorite, I should say. But this, like you said, we've been getting a lot of rain. I think it's going to be actually about perfect, I would say. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm, uh, to, to get up there uh, this weekend and, and ride that track. I know last year, uh, the year before was dusty, and then last year kind of even stepped it up from, <laughs> from that, and it was just, like, insanely dusty. I mean, you guys were, were running through – it almost looked like you were running through snow. It was so uh, fine of a dust. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting, that's for sure. Um, I definitely don't enjoy those conditions, but you know, it's the same for everybody. So you gotta kind of look at it that way. Um, and it's a shame that it's been like that the last. You know, the first year we ever went there, it was like kind of muddy, but it was really good. And then ever since then, it's been kind of dusty, and it's. It's a shame because it's a good it's a good piece of property and, and it really hasn't been able to kind of you know have a good race on it. So I'm excited for for good conditions for once. Yeah. So so was it a couple of weeks ago? You kind of had a you were kind of under the weather there a little bit, weren't you? Or uh, so, no COVID, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no COVID, no COVID. But uh, under the weather. Um, so you you got you clear from that now and you got everything back under control or. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I was sick. I, I went and got tested. It, it came back negative. So, I mean, say what you want. I don't know. I kind of had similar symptoms, probably all the symptoms that COVID has, but my, my test was negative. So, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, if, you, if you didn't have it, you would have <laughs> came back positive. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, right? So, um, it all started at, like, uh, the second Big Buck race. I got sick halfway through the race and you know from that point on i was sick from that race all the way to iron man so it was about two full weeks so i mean i would uh, in the louisiana enduro i was sick i didn't think i was going to race that and then uh iron man i was you know in the bed all week beforehand so two weeks of just feeling like crap and and yeah thankfully i'm over that i was i was in rough shape and uh 
yeah, just happy happy to be feeling healthy again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt. I can only imagine, especially if you have like COVID situation or like not, but you said symptoms. Yeah. Make it hard to breathe, breathe. out there. Oh, that's got to be rough to to battle through that as well while you're uh, trying to battle with everybody else on the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, I don't know. Man, I was just going through the motions. I guess you could say. Man. It was. I was good for about three laps, and uh, after that, I was just like. Just another another rider out there. Like, as soon as you called me, you were going right by me. I was just <laughs> no fight, I right? Just, <laughs> yeah, I just had I just had nothing, and it was it was frustrating because you know I'm, I'm I know I'm better than that. It's just it's all I had. So I mean, it is what it is. You have those days. Yeah. So what's the future? What, what's in your um, after this season? Um, once you get through the season, what what's the future hold for you? You going to move up? Uh, yeah, so the, since I won the championship last year in XC2, I have to move up to XC1 next year. So okay. I'll be uh, XC1. I'm not sure where I'm going to end up. Uh, we're still kind of going through talking and and doing all that stuff, trying to find out where I'll be. Doing all the um, fun stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So hopefully I can stay where I'm at. I, I really enjoy the, the people I work with, and you know, I, th- I truly think it's the best team out there. And uh, – so hopefully I can stay there, and so probably just do the GNCCs XC1, and I, I really enjoy doing the National Enduros too. Like, it's a different style of racing, and and it almost you know brings me back to the way I when I grew up riding like a more single track like Enduro Trail. So um, just something different changes it up, and I and I think it makes you a, a better rider as a whole too, which is um, which is always good, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So when you go to XC1, is that uh, like a challenge you're looking forward to? Um, I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be new and interesting. But uh, at the same time, these are guys that you have grown up racing a lot uh, as well. Um, and, you know, you're training with, with Thad. Um, uh, do, you feel, do you feel like this is a, a challenge that, that you're excited for? And um, uh, what's the one thing – what's like something that you're that – you're, really looking forward to like maybe learning from the front row. Um, uh, just talk to us a little, a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited, but I think when like the time comes, I'm going to be actually really nervous. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember watching YouTube videos when Josh Drang was racing the Suzuki. And I, I wasn't even doing the GNCCs at the time. And, you know, he was winning. That was the year he won the championship in 2010. And it's like, you know, if he's going to be, which he's going to be around next year, it's like, I'll be lining up the guy that I was looking up to when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old. It's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, definitely excited and, and probably going to have to get myself in a different mindset for sure. Just kind of, cause I'll probably be in awe, you know, I'll be like, just <laughs> looking around and not trying not to, well, trying to take it serious, but, um, probably, you know, not doing that, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's where it's where I wanted to be, you know. That's the was the whole goal growing up racing was to be able to do it for a job and or a career, and, and that's where this is the point, the highest point you can go. So I guess I mean, it's something that you know it's I don't know. It's, it's probably it's probably gonna be like a pinch myself moment. It's kind, kind of surreal, of, right? You know, it's funny. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny you bring it up in, in that sense because we've heard other people talk about this as well. It's like, it's like you know, you're fans of a lot of these guys, 
Um, and then once you get there, you have to kind of separate that, like, man, I've been a fan of this guy, like Josh Strang, uh, for X amount of years. Now I have to separate that and actually do battle with him. Um, I forget who was talking, who was talking like Pulp MX was talking about, um, like, man, like uh, I had to like pinch myself when I was racing Eli Tomac or stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm sure that's kind of like what it's like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean now, if, like if I say if Strang's having a bad race and I catch up next to too, it's like it's not the same, you know. I just, you know, because I'm not lining up next to him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think next year will be, and it's going to be a whole new learning year. Those guys ride differently. I mean, I mean, if you look from the last race, I was maybe I think fifth overall for most of the race, and then at the end of the race, they just click another gear and they, you know, they go. So, I mean, that's a whole new thing I need to learn and. Um, it's just a whole new game that it's it's exciting you know it's it's as what i enjoy you know you get to a point you need to learn something new and and, it improves you so that's you know that's kind of the point where i think i'm at so hopefully i can you know learn as quick as i can and hopefully uh takes or get some pointers you know or or just follow them guys and and learn so yeah what's interesting you know that you just brought up is um how it's different once you get up on that front line versus being um, an XC2. And it's something that I like try to figure out. I don't really understand because I guess the, the, the best comparison that I can think of is like uh, last year on the ATV side, like Austin Albany, he was finishing close to an overall podium a lot. And then now this year he's in XC1 and it's a struggle being in the top 10. Um, that's really kind of like a like a messes with your mind a little bit on how that works um and and how every and every guy just like you said is the same story like once you get there it's different and uh that's real crazy (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's hard to believe i mean i guess the minute that we have between rows is you know more than what you think i guess you know i mean you know it shows with number of people you know they they kill it when they are in XC2 and they struggle the first year or two in XC1. And, um, it's just different cause they're, they're, you're fighting for an actual straight up position with them guys now, you know, like overall, you know, when usually when you catch some guys from a minute back, it's like, well, they caught me from a minute. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just overall, it's not class. So right. I think it's just a, a, a different Is mentality. It- is it like, is it like, you know, when you're catching them from XC2, is it like, well, I'm going to use them to help me uh, maybe latch onto them because they obviously got a really good pace coming up from the second line. And if you're on the front line and they look back and see you, it's like, oh, man, I'm not letting them by because I'm actually racing them now. Is that kind of wh- where where the difference lies? Yeah, I, w- I would have to think so. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not sure how, you know, I'm not sure, but I, I would think that's, you know, how it is. You know, they just, it's just, you know, you're not next to you're in my class. I'm just going to race you till the end, you know, like I'm not going to give you an inch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what do, what do you like to do for fun, Craig? You like to off the bike, off the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've actually been playing a good bit of golf here lately. Believe yeah, it or not. Yeah. Golf. I'm, I'm not very good at it or, or, <laughs> but, uh, I enjoy it cause it's, you know, I can ride around a golf cart and you know, drink a few beers <laughs> yeah. here. Heard that, man. That's the fun part about it, right? Yeah. So, 
I enjoy doing that. And then um, if you're really good at golf, I'd be worried because then I'd be like, because golf takes a good bit of time to you know get the swing down. I'm like, you need to put enough work on the bike. I don't know, man. <laughs> like it seems like moto and golf have been kind of like intertwining a lot in the past several years. Like you look at like AC golf's all the time, Chase Sexton, like all those guys. They, they all golf. So uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun relaxing. Well, I don't say it ain't relaxing for me. It's pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say it can be very frustrating at times. Then you have one good hit, and you're like, "All right, I like this game again." Yeah, huh? that's that's what's all about, like chipping onto the green and it's like a foot from the hole or something. You're like, "Oh, I feel so good." And then you putt. Yeah. Then you putt five times. Five times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're back to hating life again. Yep. Yeah, it's like I got another beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, do we get frustrated enough to throw clubs, or are we, you know, no, no, backing no. it down? <laughs> Brandon and I had a no, friend like really. that. Brandon and I had a friend one oh, time that man. we would go golfing, and he, and you know, who I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, right? I yeah. Do, yeah. He. He would legit like he if he had like two bad shots, he would just grab his bag and just start walking home. He was like, I'm done. And like not even talk to you, like not even talk to us, just say bye or anything. He just grab his bag and just like walk off. I'm out of here. Oh shoot. It's so funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. We uh I've not been golfing in a long time. So I haven't been golfing all, all this year. Are you gonna golf at Snowshoe when we go up there? Uh I haven't decided yet. I I have in the years past, and I've lost a lot of golf balls at that place. <laughs> Is it a tough course? I've never golfed that course before. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, you you gotta hit it straight. If not, you're oh, I'm in out the woods. In the, in the woods <laughs> is like it's like rocks and big trees and mud. I mean, you're just better off just grab another ball and hit it again. Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, has uh, has Thad offered to take you turkey hunting yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't. Man, he's he's like an assassin. Uh, with I know those he's he's. I think if he could do, if he could be a professional hunter, I think he would do it. Oh, I guarantee you, he <laughs> would sure. sell all of his bikes and and uh, <laughs> say we're going hunting, boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh shoot. shoot, that's funny. So. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, we're really looking forward to seeing, uh, especially what you do next year. But this year, yeah. we're looking forward to seeing how you finish out this year. Excited to see that you got your best uh, finish so far this year, um, this past week or the past uh, round at the John Penton, and uh, really looking forward to uh, uh, to what you have coming. Um, um, one other thing I, I, I forgot to mention. Were you out in California recently, like uh, over the winter? Because I, th- I saw some pictures on your Instagram, uh, and that background did not look like anything East Coast. <laughs> yeah, so um, early December last year, we had like our photo shoot for this year, like for this year, and uh, you know, team building, I guess you want to call it, uh, just a week out of the shop, and for the Caselli Ride Day, the photo shoot, and. And I was never out there before, so I was just, uh, uh, I would, I wanted to go anyway. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. I've never been to California, and it's a different world out there, I'll say that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that terrain's pretty gnarly out there in its own right. And uh, uh, But, yeah, that looked, looked like it was fun for sure. But, uh, hey, man, I know that you're busy, like, 
Craig was kind enough to get on the podcast, Brandon, he literally messaged us, like, said, hey, I got one more moto, and then I can call in, like, probably sitting there in his gear now. But, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on today, and uh, we look forward to having you on again uh, sometime. But there's one more question that we have to ask you before you get off the show. Uh, it's it's kind of how we uh, – you can tell a lot about a person by, by this answer. If you had to pick wow. one fast food and one candy for the rest of your life to eat, what would it be? And, uh, yeah. Fast food. So that's like Chick-fil-A and all that stuff, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. That. Anything Cause, with cause a sometimes people don't. Some pe- sometimes people don't categorize Chick-fil-A as fast food. Those people are crazy. If you just got a drive-thru, <laughs> it's fast food, man. <laughs> If it's got a drive-thru or you can get your food like in under five minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say Chick-fil-A for sure. Yeah, that's and then stuff. for the favorite candy, and I, I'm back and forth on candy, um, I really like Skittles, so I'm going to have to say Skittles. Taste the rainbow, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I like chocolate every now and then, but I'm not a not an everyday chocolate kind of guy, yeah. so right. If I I say Skittles, two so. classic choices right yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I'm craving Chick Fil A now, and our Chick Fil A is currently down for like what two months, Brandon? Yeah, they're doing some kind of remodeling. That's BS. I, I think they should have built one. Yeah, they should have built one right beside of it first, and then <laughs> closed the other one down <laughs> because it's like twenty four seven. So we're going through withdrawals right now. We might have to grab some Chick Fil A on the way up to uh, High Point this weekend in Morgantown or something. There you go. I was just I just stopped and got some there this this morning. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, hey, Craig, we appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, good luck to you this round. If you see guys walking around this weekend in split line shirts, that's us. So we'll say hi. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on, man. And uh, like I said, we'll we're we're excited to have you back on at some point in time, and uh, uh, hopefully talk about some more wins this season. Yeah, I am so too. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for coming on. All right, thanks for having me. I appreciate All it. All right, bud. Thank you. See you guys. Well, that was Craig DeLong. Uh, thanks to him for coming on. That was a uh, that was an awesome interview. It's exciting to see you know talk to somebody that's not on um, <clears throat> not, that's not on the XC one line that's getting ready to make that move and to hear his thoughts on making the move next year. And uh, you know, um, um, I'm excited to see you know what this win this first win of his season can do for him right now. He's sitting, I think about 23 points out of the lead. So definitely not out of it by oh, any no, means. No, for sure. If he can get her um, on a roll, I mean, uh, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll bounce right back. And I, and I think that's what he probably needed some confidence, um, especially after going through everything he kind of went through. Battled. I mean, you see, you see what confidence does for guys uh, oh, yeah. and they just get on a roll and start clicking off wins and then it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does this weekend. Uh, if he can put it, if he can put it in the top spot again, you, you heard it here yourself that he he likes the high point layout, likes that track. Um, Going to be good conditions this weekend, making for some great racing. Um, <clears throat> so I'm excited. I think that he. Uh, I don't think this championship is over by any means. Uh, oh, he's no. been he's been consistent so far this year, and now that he's got his best finish, I think that he's uh, he's looking good for for uh, finishing out the season uh, on top. Um, so. If you didn't catch it at the beginning of the show, remember our guts uh, 
uh, oh, contest yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing the overall uh, ATV winner and overall bike winner. We're going to make a post on Instagram, and you guys are going to make your picks. And the winner you have to do both. You have to do both, and the winner gets a free Good guts seat cover. seat cover for their bike. Any bike, quad. And, uh, it, and remember, if maybe there's more seat. than one, we're going to do a drawing. <laughs> yes, if there's more than one, we're going to do a drawing. Um, hopefully, it'd be cool if somebody just picks an off the wall and that and ends up winning. Yeah, it. you know, that'd be yeah, cool. That'd be cool. So uh, make sure you guys do that. We're going to be advertising it on Instagram um, for the rest of the week. And then we're also going to be announcing the winner on the show next Monday. So... We won't announce that on Instagram. You guys have to listen to the show if you want your free <laughs> if you want your free gut seat cover. So pass the word on. Um, if you guys like the podcast, thank maybe you. Maybe we'll do a live drawing on Instagram. Maybe we'll. I don't know. Instagram I want to make them, I want to make them listen to the show. <laughs> and we're gonna announce. They already listen. Announce. They are. Do they do? We got awesome listeners, man. Speaking of awesome listeners, dude. <laughs> How about our Instagram blowing up <laughs> yeah. the other day? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that's, you know, <clears throat> Craig, Craig came on the podcast, uh, and partly because of that, uh, somebody requested him. A couple people requested him. They, so um, I think we had, like, 50 or 60 requests. Yeah, it was it insane. Was Dude, okay, so, guys, if we did not get to share your request – we apologize because those stories are only up for 24 hours, and Brandon and I were both on it trying yeah. to answer all those requests. It was kind of uh, – Brandon texted me at one point in time. You were like, dude, I'm overwhelmed. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome. It was. Yeah, so it was uh, it, it's exciting to see a lot of you guys sharing and uh, jumping on the uh, Splitline Off-Road crew. Um, you guys are part of our Splitline Off-Road family. You guys listen to us uh, week in and week out, and we couldn't do this show without you. Um uh, we'd just be sitting here talking to ourselves. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah. So, we do, anyways. Uh, we do, anyways. But, <laughs> but uh, so, Brandon and I will actually both be heading up Friday um, uh, to the, to the, uh, <clears throat> to the high point and uh, dropping off my trailer. Um, we'll be walking around a little bit. I ordered stickers. We have a hundred stickers coming in. So, we'll be great. Only a hundred? You can do like a thousand? What's up? <laughs> so, so we're gonna be walking around uh, Friday. Hopefully, we have the stickers in by then. We'll share it on our Instagram if we do. And uh, if you guys see us, one of us will have a split line. We're gonna play rock paper scissors for that. Yeah, to see who's wearing who, who's wearing the brand uh, that day. So look for the guy with the split line T-shirt, and hopefully, we have stickers on us. If we do, we'll be handing them out, and you guys can. Uh, Grab you some of them. And yeah. So, uh, Brandon, I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I don't think. Uh, we watching our Instagram this week, and we're going to post a lot. Let's yeah. post a lot on Instagram. Yeah. Don't post how I'm doing in the race. <laughs> oh, we're definitely posting that. If it's good, you can post it. We're going we're gonna to post a pit stop. We're going to post everything. Are we going to post the pit? Okay, so if you're going to go, are you going to go live on the pit stop? Maybe. We'll see. If Let's you see. go live on the pit stop, do you th- can you... I have my can wife. You, we can got you Brittany. pit with we got, Oh, there we, got, we go. Perfect. We got people. We got people. I mean, if we have to, a little Nolan can even hold the hold the phone. I'm Live sure. from the B class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
is shoot. Yeah, so uh, be looking for that. We'll be uh, on Instagram a lot this coming weekend. So uh, we're excited about uh, being able to get out to our first GNCC race this year uh, of many more to come. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to meeting a lot of you guys in person and hanging out. Yeah, hopefully I, I get the doctor clearance to ride so wait, this week. Wait, not 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 no, no, wait. No, not 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 not. Uh, not, not this weekend, guys. You're not gonna race this weekend. Nah, my bike. I'm, I'm. I got tires just came in. I sort of get tires on it and so all that good stuff. But. I forgot to ask Craig. I forget to ask half the guest. Should Brandon race snowshoe? Listen, if if one of these XC guys want to give me one of their old practice bikes or something, I'll, I'll race it. But not my beautiful rock star. No. Nah. So you're saying no now? It not, wasn't maybe. Not, 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 not snowshoe. What's a percentage pie? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. When is Snowshoe again? Snowshoe is uh, the 26th, I believe. Of 26th and 27th. Of June. Yeah. Of June. Yeah. So we got a race this week in the 5th and the 6th and the 26th and 27th. That's right before 4th of July weekend, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Think about it. I'll think. Guys, we appreciate you coming on. Uh as always, if you like the show, if you like us, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram. Uh, that helps a ton. Um, thanks to our awesome sponsor, Guts Racing, for believing in us and uh, wanting to see our podcast grow. And Andy Gray, thank him for for um, for donating a seat cover for one of our awesome Winners. fans yeah. to win this weekend. So, uh, yeah, guys, we appreciate you coming on. Um, as always, if you're riding, be safe, and uh, we look forward to seeing you this weekend. Peace. Later.